Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> they are definitely the test of your audio editing skills. I mean, I normally leave their fucking mishaps in, but uh, our new little intern, Ripley, is it's her first episode in the studio. Ripley! She's a baby. She's just going to have to get used to the, you know. Does that mean that Lucy gets promoted? Well, Lucy's like... Head of security, um, <laughs> which I might have to call her in to fucking remove Ripley from the the studio. She keeps fucking with the decor. <laughs> she, you know what? She should be like a stage manager. She is. She's fucking with our uh, trees, our spooky trees in the studio. Yeah. She's lights and sound. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and props. Lights and sound. Yeah. No, Lucy is still props because she scared the shit out of me with that damn street sign over there a couple I weeks ago. I forgot about that. Well, Bro, that was, I did not. It was like, I needed to change the sign zero days to without an accident. <laughs> I'm convinced that anybody that owns cats could probably walk through an entire haunted house and not get shots because if you've not had a cat run across your face at four in the morning... In, a, in hot pursuit of another cat, then you... In hot pursuit what, what are you doing of with another your life? cat. Yeah. If that doesn't wake you up out of a dead sleep, you're fine. You can go to any haunted house. You can get one of those crazy ones, too. Like, I'm not scared. What? What's the one called? McKamey Manor or whatever? Yeah, something like that where you pay... Oh, you, like, gotta t- you gotta sign, like, a torture waiver? Yeah. Bro, yeah. that shit is, like, unwanted dental work and <laughs> shit. <laughs> Like sewing pins under your fingernails and is it really? Yeah. What do you win? You twenty thousand dollars. You have to yeah, because you're gonna spend it on all the things they gotta fix from them fucking you up. <laughs> yeah, it's like you can get a broken arm, can't sue them. I, I mean, it's a torture chamber. Yeah, you undergo like a psych eval and yeah, Mick Carney, Mick Car- Carney Manor. I thought it was McCamey Manor or whatever. McCamey. He is also <laughs> Russ McCaney is the creator of the world's most extreme haunted house. He is also a, a manipulative abuser, according to three people who realize the horror is never <coughs> over once you decide to enter the manor. And it's like, oh, it's a spooky ghost finger banging you. It's not me. Like the dude, the dude's just like molesting people. Eric, what? I mean, that's basically what it is. Is what they're saying. It's a fucking torture chamber. It is. It's it's a legal torture chamber, which is just wild. You to have me. to waive all your rights to go in there. It's fu- which is mind blowing. There's no way for that twenty that, grand. There's for eight hours. You have to <laughs> last for eight hours. No, it's like, dude, by hour six, it's like, well, fuck. I mean, what what else can we do to this guy? Somebody said I would rather uh, do. 10 rounds with John Wayne Casey. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking great. We'd be safe. 
Yeah. We would be. You guys want to see the handcuff trick? <laughs> Lord. He wouldn't do anything to me and Christian. No. He, he definitely play with your butthole. It, yeah, I was gonna say it's your butthole. You gotta. <laughs> no, he would finger pop the shit out of you. No, I'm too, I'm too old and big. Well, that's all he's got. He likes some young bucks. Mm-hmm. I think I'm safe. I think I'm in the clear on that one. That was uh, kudos to that Reddit user because that was great. That was funny. But we we definitely need to cover that at some point in time. Like, there's tons of people trying to get that thing shut down. But I don't blame them. It's awful. Fucking eight hours of torture for twenty grand. That is not nearly enough. No. For the shit that you they do to you, and we'll cover it all eventually. Like it's the unwanted dental work for me. <laughs> well, I don't know why that makes me laugh when you say I that. I mean, effectively, they could even piss and shit on you. Ew. I mean, I haven't gone through the entire contract, but I'm pretty sure they just have here, free reign to do whatever the fuck they want. Here is the actual waiver. Save it. Save it, because we might do an, a bonus like Halloween thing with this. That I think that could be fun. We'll save it for we'll save it for uh, Halloween. But uh, <clears throat> so what's been going on? It's been what two weeks since we recorded the mm-hmm. Loveland Frogman. Yes. We got a cat. Is it really two weeks? Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's been a nice little break though. Well, we had the Snallygaster episode shelved because we oh. were pre-recording a ton of shit. Oh my god, that was one. <laughs> Yeah. Is that the one with the chicken and the eggs? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're all welcome. <laughs> well, I'll save this way for we'll highlight some good spot. I was yeah, we'll, we'll we'll definitely make a mini sode for Halloween. It just says you're gonna get hurt. They should have just put that and just had you initial next. Welcome time. to the Thunderdome. <laughs> get in the octagon. Yeah. <laughs> that place is wild. Well. Without further ado, Sam, we're talking about one of probably the creepiest fucking places inspired movies and TV shows and all sorts of shit. Yeah, there's a new movie coming out about it, isn't it? Uh, I think so. Yeah. And I know American Horror Stories did like a version, like a play up of it. They did? Mm-hmm. It was one that, it was like right after. It was either them or Creep Show. I can't no, remember. No, it was. It was, uh, no, they did Roanoke. Yeah, no, no, did. I'm talking about American Horror Stories, the, the oh, anthology the ones. little ones. Yeah. I don't know, I haven't watched those. They're, what? They're really good. I'm actually a huge fan. Yeah, it was solid. But, um, yeah. Anyway, Sam, wh- what are we talking about tonight? Lake Lanier. For the people that didn't read the title of the episode. Yeah, we're talking about Lake Lanier. I... Didn't realize how fucking horrible this place is. Oh, it's it's bad. Like when you sec when you suggested, it, I was like, oh. She had a synopsis already typed up. Did you have to just pull that out of your brain? Did you already have that typed up? Oh no, I straight up domed that shit. <laughs> I've seen it on TikTok a bunch. Like I've I didn't never even know it. there was a linear TikTok. Oh yeah, they, it's crazy. I didn't know. I should have gone down that K hole. Uh, I spent. Hours on it one day. That's what I'd, I'd vaguely heard about it. Like, I put a pin in it in my head, and I was just like, oh. Yeah, I was talking to Michael about it, and he was just like, what is this? And I told him, he was like, oh, yeah, I think I've heard of it. And I was like, yeah, you a think? A ton of people have heard of it. 
I didn't even know. So I knew like the basis of it because a there's a man-made lake in my hometown, Smith Mountain Lake. Mm-hmm. Um, so and but it's nowhere near the level of shit that this is wild. I the 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 longer I read, I was like, bro, what the fuck? So here we go. Well. I forgot to introduce the show. Welcome to Creeps oh, in the shit. Crypt, everybody. This is Eric, and as always, I'm joined by... This is Christian. And Sam. So, before we get into this... Um, On the unnamed podcast. Wait, yeah. never mind. We still have to put that in there. Yeah, we still we still have a name. <laughs> um, guys, make sure you are downloading and sharing the episodes. Uh, please make sure your auto-downloads are on for Apple Podcast. We went from, like, getting a lot of downloads to one week... Uh, Getting half. So I'm assuming Apple un, un-auto downloaded like the show, which sucks that they do that. But please turn your auto downloads on. Please make sure you download, subscribe, review, whatever you need to do. Uh, and Sam, let's move. Let's go into this. Let's dive in. Yeah, oh, thank you. You're welcome. I was waiting for somebody to say it. Like, uh, please, please <laughs> make the joke. You have to. There was only one time that you could do it. It'd be this time. You're welcome. With the week I've had, I would just, you know, let myself drown. Like, I'm good. Just let the, water, well, let really the waters take me away. I want you to know that you're really bringing me down over mm-hmm. here. So, Lake Lanier is not only the largest, but it's the deadliest lake in the U.S., Around 11 million people visit Lake Lanier every year. And for comparison, that's about the same as as the Louvre gets per year. That's fucking what? crazy. Like the the museum like, where the Mona Lisa is. As many people are going to this fucking graveyard waterland. Literally. That go see the Mona Lisa. Literally. It's nuts. Just for reference. But even with the millions of people that visit it each year, it doesn't explain the... It At this point, it's over 500 deaths that have occurred in Lake Lanier. I have a final death toll at the end. A, um, a current one to date. Yes. I'm sure there will be more. I'm sure. So, there's another lake. It's called Lake Alatuna. I may or may not be pronouncing that correctly but we all know who i am here so we're we're, i like that name it makes me think of it if you you want a good laugh go back and listen to the the, uh fuck you eric i hate that episode episode. i think you just rolled some scrabble letters on the counter and just put it together and was like (laughs) this isn't even real it's like uh evil little wheels in your head It's that fucking movie, Bruce Almighty, where he fucks with the teleprompter. <laughs> that was quite literally me. So thank it's you. Fucking great. I hate that episode. People love it. I'm glad they do, because it was painful. I enjoyed it. I had a good time. I, feel like I bet you did. I love dinosaurs. I love dinosaurs, ones I can pronounce. She likes the one, like the easy version that they give another scientific name that yes. nobody can pronounce. It's got a lot of, you know, Latin's, you know, <clears throat> inspiration in it. Still, still good shit. This show needs more dinosaurs. Oh, 
then you can read it. Well, at least you guys got over the participation. I will never be over that. Uh, we got. I wish it. we I still had that, that soundbite. <laughs> I don't remember what, which episode I was don't that. Even We're gonna know. have to go back and listen. Oh my god, that that will never not be funny. Anyway, so Lake Alatuna is about forty miles west of Lake Lanier, and they get about that many people, about the same amount of people per year. Yet, Lake Alatuna has about a third of the deaths that Lake Lanier has. It's probably not nearly as haunted either, given the context. Yeah, no, we'll get there. So, one explanation for the high fatality count could be what lies beneath the surface of Lake Lanier. There's debris and rubble from sunken boats. There's lawn chairs, fishing wire, and the lake has a very low visibility. Uh, what lies beneath the surface of Lake Lanier, though, is the remnants of a town um, named Oscarville in Forsyth County. And it, it wasn't a dying or a dead town. It it was lush with, with like, flora, fauna. There's it, land was fertile. I mean, there's there was trees that were lands. still rooted in the ground. Yeah. That when, when Lake Lanier droughts... Like when a drought's rolling in, uh-huh. the tree, the tops of the dead trees will be exposed. Yeah. So, what Oscarville did have, however, I can't bring up Oscarville without talking about it. So, there's some controversy surrounding Oscarville. From, That's one way to put it. Yeah, I'm not touching. I'm not going into real depth here about about it. I'm just. Brushing the surface and we're going to move on. Because um, it's a lot. It's a lot. Um, so back in 1912, an 18-year-old woman named May Crow was beaten, sexually assaulted, and then wound up dying in the hospital later. And somehow the community, the police and investigators, detectives or whoever, decided that the closest family to where Maycrow was found were the ones that did it. And they just so happened to be African-American. This is a predominantly black town. Yes. Just, I want, uh, I want to go ahead and just yeah. rip that bandaid off here. So they decided that this group of four African-Americans committed the crime and basically were drugged through the mud. So, this case is very racially charged. Um, like I said, we're not gonna we're not gonna dive in too deep because it it's rough. Um, the police took in the family that was closest to the crime scene and took them into custody. Essentially, one of them was a 16 year old boy. I believe his name was Ernest. That's what I want to say. I think there's Ernest and Edward and some and a couple other ones. I can't remember exactly. Um, but it later came out that he not only confessed to the killing, to the murder of May Crow, he was coerced into confessing and naming three other, because four total, naming three other people that were quote unquote in on it. Um, they, they mock lynched him in, as their coercion technique. Mm. Yeah. Um, to show him what would happen if he did not confess 
to the murder and the sexual assault of May Crow. There were other things that happened that were just horrific. That's not even, I mean, that's bad. But there's other bad, there's plenty more bad things about that case. Yeah, we we try not to go yeah, we're super not, into yeah, that no. type of shit here. Essentially. We, we love talking about horror stories and taking the piss out of serial killers and stuff, but. That's something I don't want to cover. Yeah, that's just stuff that we. That's uh, bad. We choose not to do. And yeah. if you would like to go out on your own and research more about those types of things. I think Morbid's episode on Lake Lanier, go, they go into more detail. I personally I didn't no listen interest. to anything on this because I was just like, I want to go in blind on it. Ugh, it was awful. It was, ho- it was horrific. And there's not even a word to describe how awful that case was. Yeah, well, I don't want to cover that case. It's not. It's awful. So, um, from what I gathered, the ending of this case was basically the African-American community was pushed out of Forsyth County and Oscarville in general. Well, that didn't happen till later on, right? Was that? I thought it was the, that was what started. Well, I mean, that's what started it, but the final straw was when they, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, so some think that the lake, Lake Lanier, was created to hide the dark history of Oscarville. Some parts of Oscarville are still visible to this day. You can still see street signs. Well, I'm talking about like there's parts that didn't get flooded. Oh, okay. I don't know how big I'm talking about. There's still visible parts in the, in the lake. We'll, we'll get there. So there were other thriving communities with names like Castleberry bottom that were flourishing during this time. Um, U S army engineers. It was the army Corps of engineers. They're the ones who built the intercoastal waterway. No way. Yep. I didn't know that. Um, They wanted to claim that area to create a lake to provide Atlanta and surrounding counties with a water supply and power, as well as to protect downstream areas from flooding and use it as a fish and wildlife management support. Quote, unquote. They eminent domain that shit. They literally eminent domained it. Uh, Lake Lanier's dark history can be traced back way before it ever became a lake. Forsyth County sits on the western side and was once part of the Cherokee Nation and is one of the southeasternmost points of the Trail of Tears. So, so we're off to a great start. Yeah, the land, the land, the land is bad. That's probably why they flooded it. Hmm. Anyway, so the government offered the town's residents money for their land. They offered them thirty dollars an acre. Well, that's. You, so you got to think. Not, so they flooded it when 1950. It was finally finished in 1958. I feel like that's not enough money. Well, you got to think it's 1950s not. money. Right, but see, okay. Because remember, this one man, Albert Fish, gave a guy ten dollars for cutting his dick off, and it equaled out to like two hundred dollars. Right. And but that was in the 30s. This 80 year old, 81 year old man sold his 100-acre farm 
to the government, to the core, for $4,100. And in today's money, it's forty-five grand. I think, no, it was two years ago. Forty-five grand. Yeah, I that's that's a hundred acres. I don't even know how big that is, but I know I can't get it for forty five thousand dollars. It's the government. Government gonna come and take your land. So, uh, fuck the government. It. They got fucked on oh, these if deals. We we're on the list. We are now. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> Appreciate you. Oh, don't worry. The tinfoil hat time episodes put us on the list. Much of the land in the area had been in families for generations, which made it difficult to for the families to put a price tag on their legacies because a lot of this was farmland. So a woman named Lisa Russell, who's a writing instructor at Georgia Northwestern Technical College, and she's an author of many books about the lost towns of North Georgia, said, quote, at first, the government assured landowners that they would they were being paid for the true value of the land and buildings because, you know, the, the whole town is being flooded, not just the residential like yeah. buildings, businesses, churches, fields, cemeteries. I'm getting there. So excited. So you brought a cemetery into this. I you, did. You just. You have to know that's where he's gonna get. He's gonna. You know that's where Atlanta gets their drinking water from. Oh, that explains a lot, actually. You know what? You're onto something there. Anyway, so the being paid for the true value of their land and buildings, but residents found it hard to price generations of memories, hard work, and deep roots. Lisa wrote in her book "Underwater Ghost Towns of North Georgia." Quote, a host of emotions accompany... How many the fuck are there if there's a whole goddamn book? I don't know. I mean, I'm actually kind of interested in that. Yeah, Same. I'm like... Well, the, Lake Lanier is... Massive. 56,000 acres. So they flooded se- probably several towns. It's, it's several. Oscarville is just the... Tip the, of the iceberg? Yeah. Um... It's the root of all of it. So uh, Lisa says, quote, a host of emotions accompanied the talk of relocation, anger, resentment, fear, anxiety, bewilderment, and apprehension. To them, their land was priceless, end quote. At the end of the day, well, the end of the purchases and whatnot, um, 700 families sold their land to the government, totaling about 56,000 acres. They built a dam on the Chattahoochee River in order to start the formation of Lake Lanier. Mm. In order, I think it's called the Buford Dam. I believe that's what it's called. Um, in order to prepare for the coming flood, the Army Corps of Engineers tore down or relocated anything that they considered dangerous. They uprooted trees and hauled them away. I guess I guess ones that they could uproot. I yeah. don't know. Uh, I'm probably assuming like big trees that would stick out from the top. Yeah. So uh, the barns and wooden buildings that could potentially float and endanger boats were moved. Homes were burned. Homes and businesses were burned to their concrete foundations. Well, the ones that could be burned. Yeah. So, 
bridges and water intakes were relocated as well. But, like you said, what does every town have? A cemetery. Do you, do you have anything about the church in here? Because yeah. there's still... Okay. Um, there's still tons of buildings down there. Yeah. So, the Corps identified and moved the marked graves. But it stands to reason that there are unmarked graves. And that they very well could have <coughs> missed. <coughs> or allow me to just, you know... Do something. Bless you. Thank you. Uh, allow me to throw this hypothesis out. The poltergeist theory. They moved the headstones, but they didn't bother to move the bodies, goddammit. Maybe. Maybe they just got lazy or, uh, you know, took the easy way out. I don't know. Supposedly they made every effort to locate any potential unmarked grave sites, but there were limited capabilities at that time. We're talking about 1950. Yeah, I doubt they did any of that. There was no radar penetration. They're like, well, you know, we tried. I mean, what are they going to, I mean, there's only but so much they can do. There's not like the ground penetrating scanners yet. There's nothing. Yeah, I doubt they did shit. An old race car track was left behind near Gainesville and still remains at the bottom of the lake, which I thought was pretty cool in a weird way. Um, the core did remove the bleachers in case they did like move or float up or whatever. But the track is still there. The track is still there. Locals clogged up the roads and bridges to watch their town fill Whatever they left was quickly being flooded with the rising water levels. Today, Lake Lanier has about 625 billion, with a B, billion gallons of water. Which is the equivalent to 950,000 Olympic-sized swimming pools. Holy shit. This thing is huge. I've never seen it, but damn, it's big. On August 1st, 1958, the lake officially reached full pool status, which was about um, 1,677.77 feet deep, I guess, because it didn't say. It just said 1,677.77 feet. And that's not 56,000 acres, so I'm assuming that means deep. I don't know. And it took about seven years to fully fill the entire plot of land that they'd allocated. That's a massive amount of water coming in. Yeah, well, they have to slowly trickle it in. They can't just, like, open the open the dam. They ha- it had to be, like, mm. gauged or whatever. It took about seven years. I think they started... February of 1950, I believe, and or no, 1951. I don't, I don't know, um, but I know it took about seven years Damn. for it to fully. I mean, that's a long out. time to slowly watch everything you've worked for in life just yeah. go underwater. It just turned into the most like depressing thing ever. Oh, I'm sorry. That's just the headspace I'm in right now. Oh, okay. The naming process of the lake was a point of contention for many. 
Some thought that they should name it after Georgia politician. Some thought they should be named after legendary football coach in Georgia. Uh, but they finally agreed to name the lake after Sidney Lanier, who was an 18th century poet and Confederate soldier from Georgia who wrote Song of the Chattahoochee. So. They should have named it like Alan Jackson. <laughs> lake Jackson sounds way better than Lake Lanier. Oh, fucker is skiing on in blue jeans and cowboy boots. With a life vest be. on. As he okay. should be. Yes. The official dedication of the lake was in October of 1957. So right before it had finally finished filling. That was about a year. Less than a year. Many soon began to regret selling their land when they realized that they couldn't survive on what the government had gave them. Well, here's the sad reality, right? Government going to do what government's going to do. Right. And what most home plots are probably not a whole acre. And I'm sure they realized that if I we bet don't take somebody is kicking and screaming about their ancestors selling that fucking land. Well, here's that. the other thing, right? If they didn't sell that land, they were either going to forcibly remove them, mm-hmm. and they not get shit, or they were just going to flood the fucking land with them on it. And I don't think they do that. You don't think they do that? I don't the think the so. the fucking gov the U.S. government wouldn't do that. No, I don't think they. I don't think so. That they infest. Me. They infected half a day, almost all of San Francisco with a fucking virus, off of a boat. Well, that's today. That was the Tuskegee experiment. They just infected black men with syphilis just to watch, see what would happen. What? Yeah. Look that shit up. You're, you're like, we are in the fifties. Like, yeah. hell yeah, they do that. Hell know. yeah. The government would do that. That seems awful. I mean, you know, it's we all might- awful, but. We should definitely cover the Tuskegee experiment. That would be fucked up. And then I thought Tuskegee was like the airmen. Didn't they have? Well, yeah, the Tuskegee airmen were a thing. Yeah. yeah, The Tuskegee experiment was they infected a bunch of black men. They told them their blood was bad, that they didn't have anything but their blood being bad. And then they transfused like. I'll have to look at the notes on it. But yeah, they infected, they basically like let a bunch of black men have syphilis and watch the effects of syphilis. Like, just take these men down. It didn't, uh, didn't a king in Britain have syphilis? They Some people have. Hitler had syphilis, they think. He deserved is, that. Which is, well, that's, they think that's why he went crazy. He deserved that. Um,. Lake Lanier was not built for recreational use, but that did not stop boaters and water enthusiasts alike from showing up as soon as they were. Anytime you build a lake, you're going to have like. The rednecks are going to come. Yeah. And the ho- the housing market around Lake Lanier probably went through the moon, too. Oh, for sure. They're like, oh, there's a lake here. Right. right. Exactly. I got to get a pontoon boat. 
Some even before the water cleared some of the treetops of what was once a town. Lake Lanier is said to be the most dangerous underwater surface in the U.S. Divers agree that the conditions underneath the water's surface is some of the most deadliest that they've seen. I mean, they just, they didn't, <clears throat> like, essentially. There's still full buildings under the, like, in this lake. There's yeah. a, there is a, a, they got rid of the barns and, like, anything that they thought could float. But they weren't going to spend a lot of the manpower to, like, tear down the shit that wouldn't float. Right. So there's full concrete buildings there. Like, yeah. there's this fucking Pulse City block, basically. Mm-hmm. So, fun fact. The Olympic torch traveled across America to Atlanta in 1996. We've covered Centennial Park. So it came through Gainesville and it was rowed across Lake Lanier. Uh, Temporary stands were built for people to watch it go across the lake. They should have made that motherfucker swim. It's the Olympic torch. Kit, that's the Olympic torch. Yeah, swim with. It was like rode across. That's, that's a that's a cop out. It is not. That's like riding with the Olympic torch in a convertible. What are you supposed to do with it? Go around it. No. Or swim it. No. So over the years, divers have claimed to have seen creepy things under the water at Lake Lanier. Some say they've seen catfish as big as Volkswagens. They don't specify which Volkswagen. I'm assuming they mean like a bug. Yeah. A beetle. So YouTube is fraught with underwater footage of sunken houseboats and piles of debris and buildings. Yeah. Like straight up cars, tons of cars. Yeah. So between 1994 and October of 2020, 203 people had died in drownings and boating accidents. I think it was 140 drownings and the rest were boating accidents. Um, according to Mark McKinnon of the Georgia DNR. So that's a lot. It's a hefty amount. Yeah, I'd say so. So from 1998 to 2002, And from 2007 to 2009, Lake Lanier went through two pretty bad droughts. The second one was from a a malfunction in the dam. But um, both drought periods were so bad that parts of the submerged town were visible. Mm. No shit. (laughs) Yeah. It didn't specify which parts, but it just said, like, you could see the town underneath Well, there's it. footage on, on a collision course. Well, there's footage on TikTok of people seeing street signs and yeah. just crazy shit. In 2017, a man named Buck Buchanan, who was a longtime diver, told local news that sometimes he felt body parts in the lake during his many dives down there. He said, quote, yeah. You reach out into the dark and you feel an arm or a leg and it doesn't move. Some say they can hear church bells while under the water. That's the freakiest thing to me. But there's no record of such a thing being left behind. Hmm. Like the core's like, nah, like 
we don't have any record of either a church being there or the bells being left. And there's tons of people who have seen this church. Like, because I've seen a lot of video of people saying that they there's a church down there. I didn't get time to, like, dive down deep into the... <laughs> uh, <laughs> into the no, no pun intended well yeah, pun intended YouTube, the youtube videos of the footage um but even so none of that has hindered the lake's popularity lake lanier was one of the most visited core lake bi- cores built lakes in the nation thing is huge I mean, dude there's people that Take TikToks and they're like, I survived Lake Lanier 2023. I don't know if I would ever actually, I mean, I'll drive past Lake Lanier. I'd go for a photo op. Yeah. I won't get in it. Heck <coughs> no. Yeah. So one of Lake Lanier's most popular urban legends involves a car wreck. Obviously. So, the story goes, in 1958, two women, Delia Mae Parker Young and Susie Roberts, left a dance in a Ford sedan. It's important for the story. What the fuck, dude? Sorry. Forever young. (laughs) I just like everybody's forever young. That was appropriate. Just anyway. Make sure your friends don't do not disturb. Oh, it was not. I'm sorry. So uh, they left the dance in a Ford sedan. They stopped for gas and skipped out on paying for their gas. Karma's a bitch. Yo, for real. Because they skidded off of a bridge and fell into the lake. I think that Karma might have gone a little bit far with that, but okay. Um, Go off, queen. <laughs> and they were never seen again. About a year later, a fisherman found a decomposed, unidentifiable body floating near one of the bridges. Not unidentified, just unidentifiable. Yeah. What uh, does that mean? It's been but, eaten by fish and shit. Yeah. How, you, how else do you think the catfish got that big? Mm. They're hungry oh, for is, they're hungry for people. Broadway down here. <laughs> well, the catfish aren't the size of a fucking Volkswagen at Broadway. They're Broadway at the beach is what we're talking about. It's, Have uh, you not seen them before? Yo, them some hefty little pfeffers, oh, though. Yeah, because they got all these kids putting quarters in the catfish food machines. <laughs> it's just cat food. One of my friends threw a burger like bun over the top. Don't say, they, don't say they, cat food. Now Ripley's showed up, and she wants cat food. They threw She's their, a good girl. They threw their entire top bun because they didn't want it into the pond. And I've never seen like animals just like absolutely go completely feral over a damn piece oh of bread. God. All right, I got a funny one for you. What? So I was at Tilted Kilt one night when that was there. Uh-huh. And we were fucking with the catfish. And I shot a bunch of mustard into the water. And they <laughs> went fucking bananas. Ew. Mustard? Mustard. They fucking loved it. That's such a weird thing. I shot to the do. whole thing of mustard into the, into the lake. <laughs> like, I didn't throw the container, but I, like. They probably would have ate the I container. I took the cap off and just <laughs> squirted that shit right into the water, and they were, like, fucking just nom nom in that shit. That's so weird. Ugh. 
I kind of feel bad for them. I know they, they eat really, really well, and they usually keep that pond decently okay, clean. I don't know. It, it's kind of slowed down over there. That boat probably... How many times do you... They have a, like, speedboat that runs through there. Like, a it's an attraction. Got all uh-huh. the bridges. Yeah. How do you think... How many fish do you think they hit with that stupid thing? A lot. <laughs> well, I don't think there's an outboard motor in that, so I don't think they're... I think they're fine. No, I'm saying like when they just like let's say they're, oh, they're uh, just fucking around. Yeah, yeah, probably a lot. Yeah, they're probably the all of them. All the turtles too. They just get a big old mean boop they on the head. They just get a <laughs> spin around in the water. Giving the That's fish fucking Jesus. whirling disease, right? <laughs> so anyway, finds an un- unidentifiable body floating in the water. But it wouldn't be until 1990 that officials find a 1950s Ford sedan with the remains inside matching those of Susie Roberts, making the body that was found in 1959 that of Delia May. The There's a ghost of one of the women, supposedly, uh, called the Lady of the Lake, and she wanders the bridge at night in a blue dress. Which As is, we know, ghosts right. in paranormal shit love bridges. They fucking do, man. They fucking do. Some people have reported seeing ghostly apparitions, hearing unexplainable noises, and the sense of being watched when they're at Lake Lanier. Many of the drownings have occurred that have occurred at Lake Lanier have been close to shore and in calm water conditions. Which makes them that much more suspicious. Yeah, that's kind of fucking weird, dude. I don't um, think the ghosts are trying to play mermaids. I'm just going to go ahead and say that. Well, that's like yeah, some that's siren that's bullshit, man. Um, so there was one I read. There was a, a drowning of a... I believe he was a teenager. Um, he, he like... He thought he was going to get some hot ghost pussy. And he, he like wandered into the water and she like drowned his ass. No, Eric. But he didn't even get a pee-pee touch out of this whole thing. I'm sure he did, after the fact. It was probably by the fish when they gnawed it off. Possibly. Fuck, man. So he jumps off his family dock into Lake Lanier and um, got electrocuted. So that happened this year. Yeah. No, it was last year, wasn't it? Uh, No, this year. It was this year? All right. So I was actually going to bring this up because I didn't think you were... Uh, Because it was just so fresh that it happened. But man dies after being electrocuted at Lake Lanier. Yeah. So electric shock drowning occurred when an electrical current leaks into the surrounding waters, causing a swimmer to become incapacitated, uh, according to Electroshock Drowning Prevention Association. Which, how often is that fucking happening if there's a prevention association for the shit? And he wasn't, he was 24 years old. Oh, okay. He jumped off of a dock into the lake and got electrocuted and drowned as a result. Yeah, someone like dove in after him. And when they came out of the water, they were like, oh, this is, I'm being electrocuted right now. So they had to get like help to get out of the water. Which that means there's still fucking power running down there. Well, it was the electric dock lift for the boat. Okay. As long as it wasn't like the fucking town coming alive and like, no, this killing is, the fucking people. This isn't the smart house of, but make it Lake Lanier. 
I mean, don't shock yeah. me, Alexa. <sighs> but yeah, that's that's fucking. Also, what I found out is that Usher's stepson was killed on Lake Lanier. Yeah, I I read about that, too. Kyle something or another. I can't remember his last name. Um, He was, like, floating in an inner tube, and a jet ski, like, ran over him. This place is just cursed. Literally. But very hard. You couldn't pay me to go on Lake Lanier. I'm white, but I'm not that white. Well, it's also a dumping ground, too. So it's a body, it's a body dumping ground. I bet it is. So it's kind of like Lake Mead, um, where <laughs> the mob would dump bodies and shit. They it's, drain Lake Mead though. Well, now they found a ton of more bodies in Lake Mead because of the drought. Because uh-huh. they had put them in like big metal drums. barrels. Yeah. yeah. So they put them in metal drums and then just sink them. Yeah. So they wouldn't float. And now they're finding all these bodies and shit in these drums. But yeah, th- this is fucking nuts, dude. Like the amount of corpses and shit. There's some footage of like a dude's foot. Just floating in the water. Uh, no, like you see two feet in the water and it's like. It's like that fucking movie where they poke the dead guy in the lake with a stick or on the river. Can't remember the name of the movie. It's not Stand By Me, is it? Nah, it's not no. Stand By Me. I can't Isn't that a dancing movie. Yeah. I don't, I don't fucking know. Anyway, it's it's like um, yeah. There's this, this dead guy's feet in the water. Gross. So the grand total of lives that we know of that have been taken by Lake Lanier, we'll just call it that, is six hundred and seventy-five. That motherfucker is super haunted. That we know of. Officials believe that there are at least 24 undiscovered bodies in the lake. And 24 seems oddly specific. It's like they know. It's like, oh, we're missing 24 bodies. They're missing a double. What is it? Double. I wonder how many of them from from when they, you know, flooded the lake. Uh, I just. 25? 30? But 24 seems very oddly specific, and it doesn't sit well with me. I don't appreciate it. Well, that's probably the 24 unaccounted people that probably told the government to fuck off. They weren't going to sell their land, and they killed them. I don't know. But it's very oddly specific, and I don't like it. It's icky. Yeah, that's kind of gross. The whole situation down there is gross. Um, Yeah. Yeah, super potentially haunted lake. Uh, definitely cursed. Definitely, definitely cursed land. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you guys have any stories about Lake Lanier, let us know on our email at creepsinthecrypt at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. I would love to hear them because that would be fucking awesome. Uh, and I guess that's going to wrap it up for us. So Christian, do your thing. I feel like you were, like, kind of pissed at me. <laughs> I was listening. I was listening intently. It was there. Mm. Nothing? Mm. Mm. Anyway, you're do just, your thing. You're just no nonsense today. No fun. <laughs> no, I'm sorry you want to be forever young, but uh, we're doing a show here. Listen, I need you to be quiet. And, I'll look, I'll do a disappearing act with your penis later if you just calm down. Okay. 
Okay. Okay, go ahead and do the social so we can move on to uh, <laughs> greener pastures. We appreciate you guys so much, and thank you so much for listening, the downloads, the shares. Keep those up. It helps us. Um, make sure you guys have your auto downloads on. Like Eric mentioned, it does shut off after a couple months, and you have to go back in and manually do it. But I know it's a pain in the butt, and but it takes two seconds. Just do it. Um, we appreciate it. Uh, make sure you guys, seriously, if anybody has ever been to this lake, please share a personal account because I would love to hear that from you. Um, I feel like if you saw a foot fly, like floating in the water, that would be, you know, kind of detrimental. That would be part of those like key memories. You're definitely going to be fucked up afterwards. Fuck yeah, you would. Um, and we love you guys. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram, Facebook, the TikTok, Sam. All the good stuff. All of it. Yes. All the good things. And stay spooky. Stay creepy. And stay safe. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.